What's going on? Welcome back to the Look Mum, I'm Hustling. Good day. Oh. Going to throw a little good day in there today. In case they don't know that we are Australian, for those out there listening to us right now. We're hustling, you're hustling. You're, yeah. You've been hustling a lot today. You've just gone back to back from your main job to this job, and then you're going to your third side hustle, potentially <laughs> a fourth side hustle straight after. So many side hustles. Yeah, I literally got home from work like 10 minutes ago. Um, but that actually reminds me of like an article I read this week about Almost like the saying no to the hustle culture and like slowing things down. There seems to be a bit of a movement against the, you know, doing everything all at once type thing. But it's more of a the take moments for yourself and breathe once in a while. So maybe we should call this episode, look, mum, I'm slowing down. Hey, just putting putting the brakes on. Yeah, just putting the brakes on, you know. Um, It's pretty exhausting. Like I'm on YouTube and Twitter a lot throughout the day when I'm doing my work and it's like, it's even getting to me, like I, I enjoy the hustle and I enjoy like learning about growing and, um, you know, making bigger, more exciting things in life or like growing your social media following or making more money. That's all well and good. But like, it's kind of exhausting. Like every second video you see, maybe it's just the algorithm that I'm stuck yeah. in, but every second post is like how to 100x your Twitter following or how to make $100,000 off your newsletter overnight. Like it's just like so overwhelming. And we're having this conversation the other day, like so much of the info that's coming out now is all from new up-and-comer type entrepreneurs like our age. Yeah, very like a sort of like new, not new to the market, but they've only got like 30 years of life experience under their belt. Yeah, 30 years of life experience and then three years of somewhat um, internet, I guess, success or notoriety. And then like we've been listening to a lot of... um, like veterans in like I've been listening to a bunch of actor actor podcasts which we can touch on later as part of today's playlist segment um and listening to people that have been doing their craft or in their their um niche or realm for like decades and decades and they've like really mastered what they're good at and then you just see so many like new gurus like when we, we did an episode a few weeks ago about YouTube gurus and there's just as many online for like TikTok or Twitter or newsletters or blogging it's like everywhere you go and like you do need people like that to give advice and to help you out or to like put value and information out there if you're looking for it and seeking it. But when like every video or every post is just like how to just turn into an overnight monster, like it's it's very overwhelming to, to watch and like look at, especially when you're at this like stage one in your journey and you're like, oh, it's just so, also so overwhelming. Yeah, it's almost like get to that point of being like, oh, like there's so many people already out there like succeeding. I'm just not even going to try. I'm just not even going to bother to like do it because like how am I ever going to get a million dollars or a million followers or things like that? And they're just like, like you said, like everywhere you look, it's just like, I'm going to teach you how to be successful. And you're like, but I just want to like learn like a new craft or learn something new. Like I necessarily don't want to be successful I guess, like notoriety or like monetary value or things like that. Like, I just want to become good at something. It's also like so many of the gurus is like how much credibility or social proof is behind them. Mm. Like there's like a bunch of people on Twitter that do, they're like YouTube thumbnail experts and they don't even like have like a YouTube page. Maybe they're coaching people behind the scenes or they've had previous success, but like you can't just like click one button and look, look at all their their past history and all their evidence to support them being an expert in this thing. And then they're off selling courses and stuff, which is good for them. If they can make money off it. Awesome. Um, but it's like, like you said, like, you like, where do you start? And it's also like, how could I even compete with these people? And especially if they're giving out a lot of this information, like how many people are taking up this information that I have to then compete with. And I mean, we've talked about resistance and like competition mindset in the past before as well. And it's almost just like, just, 
wiping the slate clean in a sense. That's kind of where I'm at now. I'm just like, I just can't take any more of it. I'm just going to like do my thing and stick to like what I feel true to myself and what's it like what I feel is like intuitive or makes sense for me in terms of what information I take on. Because it's just like so much information. So maybe just uh, pace the hustle. Maybe just yeah. don't go guns are blazing into too it. hard to once we say that though but like literally <laughs> going to be like after this episode just going into like you know because we've got a this episode actually comes out tomorrow so you know got to you've got to edit it i've got to do the timestamps, and then you know i've got the other like ebay work to go on to then also want to be able to spend time like being creative and doing like my creative writing which i'm in the process of doing at the moment and yeah just so many things and it feels like so little time um, but it's about, yeah, just taking those breathers and those moments and stuff and not letting that hustleness overwhelm because hustleness, hustleness, hustleness overwhelm because it can like it's, yeah it can so much, so easily like create burnout and all that kind of stuff. Which and is that's like, why this pod is good. Like it gives us a chance just to like slow it down. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like chat through these things, like have conversations about our problems, what we're dealing with and then obviously stuff that's in the news, but it's like a, a 30 minutes to an hour to slow things down and just like i guess just talks talks things out rather than just having it's like having 100 tabs open in your mind this is oh just gosh, like yes. cleaning the tabs out yeah but speaking of ebay which mm. i will be working on later have you seen like the ebay scandal this week i've, I've seen a headline but i literally know nothing All about right, so it So let's pull this up this is um this is uh some interesting information from that's been highlighted by 60 Minutes in America about an eBay scandal. So I'll give a bit of an info a background on this Ooh, story. Yeah. Now, everyone knows eBay. Been around for like 20 years, one mm-hmm. of the first um, e-commerce websites. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. Well, not everyone uses it, but like everyone has used it at some point in the past. I think it's like a pretty much like a household name. Like a lot of people know what it is. Of course. Yeah. Um, there is a website called e-commerce. I'll bring that up real quick. I think it's called, oh, sorry, e-commerce bytes. And it's essentially, <laughs> it's essentially a blog. It's show, it says it has the news information resources for the on- online merchants. So it basically gives you any updates for Amazon sellers or eBay sellers, things that are on the market, new fee structures, and then all that kind of good stuff, like stuff that we like to well, – I don't really look at it that frequently. The layout's very like old school. It's eBay. super old school, but <laughs> it's just a, a blog with – this is a news site for these com- e-commerce platforms. Mm-hmm. So the couple that run it um, are a couple called the Steiners. It's a husband and wife partnership. If you're uh, listening to the podcast, give us a, a rating and review while you're in the app. Also, check us out on the video version on YouTube and Spotify as we speak. So we're just going to have the, some visuals here from this blog article. Um, Ina and David Steiner, uh, this couple, the the husband does like the accounting and stuff and then the, the wife does all the actual Post and the research uh, and stuff. Ah, gotcha. All the research, all the writing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they've been running it for about 20, uh, been working, for, working together for 20 years. Um, as I just said, they have about 600,000 readers, it looks like. It's a bit of a typo there. Is it either 60,000 or 600,000? <laughs> Regardless, it's pretty substantial. Yeah. Um, so there's a scandal that k- kicked off in August of 2019. What? So, like, Sorry to interrupt. Like, was it a scandal and it's still, like, ongoing? Uh, yeah, no. So, I'll get, I'll get through to okay. it. I mean, there's, right. there's a whole clip, <sighs> okay. a whole 60 minutes, 13-minute segment you can look wow. into. I'll, I'll summarize it here. Mm-hmm. So, basically, they write about problems with eBay and stuff, any um, scams or, like, 
things that aren't in the seller, like a, an eBay seller's best interest, anything that's like going on behind the scenes, they'll gotcha. report on. So essentially, they've been um, harassed and targeted by some eBay employees. And like this whole, the whole video on 60 Minutes is about getting, trying to figure out who, who it was or like, if, there, if it was like people at eBay or just like oh. rogue sort of people. Mm-hmm. But essentially, um, this couple were like threatened and harassed via phone calls um, in their mail and stuff. So um, someone, we'll get to, get to the, who it was in a minute, sent them like uh, a pig like mask from like the Saw movie in the mail. Oh. They're sending them mail um, saying surviving, how to survive a loss of a spouse. Which oh, my is kind gosh, of how like, brutal. It's kind of like threatening like your, one of your, your partners going to die. Like here's preparation for that. Next day they sent them a big um, wreath of flowers. How horrifying. And then they sent their neighbours. So they sent this pretty like smart strategy. Mm-hmm. They sent one of their neighbours um, like porno, pornography, por- pornographic material. Yeah. But had it. To this guy's name, oh. but to the neighbors, so they're like the guy like had ordered it and put but it to the, the wrong, wrong address. address on. So then, like the neighbors get creeped out and everything. Oh my god! So like really like bizarre stuff, and I guess it all comes back to them running this blog, right, and exposing stuff behind the scenes. Gotcha. So they were sort of like in the gritty, and they were like probably just talking about stuff they shouldn't be, or well, they should be. They're just reporters. We've talked about this in the past as well, like the freedom of press. Gotcha journalists being able to mm-hmm. say what they need to say to expose things. Um, but obviously, someone at eBay somewhere didn't like it. And then at one point, they were getting tailgated by a car. Um, and the, the police tracked down the vehicle. It was a rental vehicle. They tracked down who rented it. And it ended up being an eBay employee. And, yeah, the case just goes a bit deeper. There was text messages that were found out from some of the top guys at the very top. Like, I don't know if it was the actual CEO or... Someone on the C-suite, one of the top execs, yeah. were like messaging back and forth saying, you've got to take these, this couple down, take the blog down. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, that went into court and everything. I don't know if it's been settled or where we're at with that. Some like hectic espionage going on. Um, here at the bottom of the article, it says, seven members of the safety and security unit of eBay pleaded guilty to stalking or cyber-stalking charges. Safety and security. Yeah, Veronica Zia received a year of home detention and probation, while James Ball received a five-year prison term. Just for, basically, just stalking and harassing. Well, yeah, and they're like death threats and stuff as well. That's like full on. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So it's a bit sad. Like we do use eBay. Um, I mean, this is a small. It's not like the eBay. The entire company is behind this. It's a, a small handful of people have taken it upon themselves to to do some stuff. But like. What would you expect them to do just by sending them a, a mask in the in the mail or just like sending these weird gifts? Like, what do you, I mean, as if you're going to like take the blog down just from that? Like, no, you, it's just like reemphasis the point to be like, I'm going to keep this running. Yeah. Like, they're, we're obviously giving like real information and true information that people need. They're trying to hide this stuff. So, of course, you wouldn't want to take it down. Like, it's even just more motivation to keep it up and keep posting. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just a two, two, um, people unit like enterprise little little blog that's little been running unit. and they're probably just making money off advertising on the side of the blog and everything mm-hmm. and here so there's these just, big ebay people trying to take him down well yeah how much how many millions of dollars do they make profit every year oh and so much you can't like it's just concerning like you hear about so many different companies or like i watched a, a movie the other day on netflix about the chemical industry and like how teflon 
um, for like 30, 40 years was just poisoning. Oh, yeah, you water horrified me with this. Water supplies <laughs> and everything like that. The movie's called Deep Water or Dark Water. And just like these huge industries that just have like such massive control and power can essentially just um, just do what they want, just throw their weight around so easily. eBay, not so much. They're not like an entire industry um, that's intertwined with like politics and government. Like the, you're about to yawn. Sorry. I, <laughs> I was holding it in. Let it, just let it go. Don't bother, don't bother holding it in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's just like the chemistry industry um, and like – like and I watched another video, a movie last night. I think it's called Spotlight, about um, the Catholic Church and all of the um, pedophiles, priests, and everything. How they get moved around and like a twenty in twenty year investigation. So bad. Um, into like finding and exposing it all. But the thing is, they're all like so intertwined with government and politics. Um, so it's just scary. Like it's you know, this corruption's everywhere. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, we've done videos about or podcasts about. FIFA and the corruption and the scandals yeah. there, and just it's like just the bit as when you get that big, like there's just you basically just want to control and have more power mm. and more power, and more power at the expense of anyone little, and everyone just gets trodden on, or you know, just in this case, like um, you know, harassed constantly. Yeah, I know, and they're just like a, like a, like it's almost like a mom and pop shop, right? Like just imagine just someone like blog. like just say imagine like a Starbucks, 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 like going to like the local like coffee shop and like threatening, being like, "We're going to take you down." That's essentially what it is. Or if you just yeah, if they had a blog that was like exposing the treatment of the people that um, grow the coffee or something, like it's the mm. same. It's the same kind of concept. And who knows? That stuff could happen. Yeah. It's just- and you were talking about the other day as well. It was like too big to fail. Like how big is too big? Like if those kind of things happen, there has to be some point where it's like a big downfall. Yeah. But- I mean, it's when the company like eBay is so big, there has to be a couple of people that were the main instigators, the main people that were involved and they have to get thrown under the bus and get wiped out. And then for the, for shot, the company, for the yeah. company not to get, for the company not to take a massive um, drop in like their share price or something. But one one incident like that is not going to like plummet the the share price. The, st- the sh- stakeholders aren't going to just like sell off all their shares just from that. No, so it's it would way take too a profitable. lot. It would take a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Anyway, I'll be <laughs> listing some stuff on eBay after this. Yeah. <laughs> Same, it's, actually. It's, it's sad, but I mean, like, what can you do? You can support the couple that are getting harassed, and mm-hmm. then hope that there's justice served to the people that were involved. Yeah, but they have. They have they got the justice is served. Yeah. Kind of. You know. There's some people, some jail. Some. But where does it stop? They'll probably get harassed again, I'd imagine. I hope not. It's just unfair. Yeah. People should be able to speak however well, they want Amazon's to speak. Amazon's like way bigger. They're not doing it. Well, they could be, but you don't hear about it. No, well, they they didn't fight against Amazon. Amazon are like, don't care. Do whatever. There are too many, too, too many things to worry about. Maybe yeah. it's like it really just shows how threatened they were by such a blog. Mm-hmm. It comes down to like being fearful of like being exposed or having some part of the business exposed. And well, yeah. wanting to keep them keep them quiet. Well, if you're a company and you have these other companies, you say because eBay was first, right? Then Amazon sort of came in, and now you have all these other platforms like ASOS or like Wish or like Alibaba and stuff. They're like kind of like taking away all that market share. So imagine just like one blog website like that. They're feeling yes, yeah, so threatened by that because like they don't have much left, or things get get taken away that they're threatening just a couple by sending like <laughs> grief books and stuff. It's pretty full on. It's just like. Subtle, subtle little gifts that are like they're not direct. They're not direct threat, but you're like you, if you read into it, you're just like, oh, oh, it's, it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, pretty sad. no brainer. Um, I got a couple of things to bring up. 
do you have anything that's super interesting that you want to highlight today? Um, off the top of my head. No, I'm just afraid that I'm going to have like another art thing again. So <laughs> Don't, there's no, no being afraid in the pod. It's just no. it's chill times. No, there was just this other one of just like um, where was it? Like a J- Jackson Pollock painting. Oh, work. So you go straight. To, you, I you know. Don't I bring up to the art, art thing. Let me guess. Jackson Pollock painting destroyed. Like yours. No, no. There was one discovered in art. a police raid or. Gucci and uh, Bored Ape are teaming up for, like, a collab. Okay. Which is really interesting. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was, like, kind of interesting because, like, no one's really talking about NFTs and stuff at the moment, but now you've got, like, Gucci sort of, like, coming in. So I'm just wondering, like, Bored Ape probably has quite a bit of money. Like, how much did they, like, what backhand deals kind of got into the market for this? So it's a metaverse project by the looks of it. So it's not, yeah, I don't know. It's just those two of the killer brands in terms of like the real bougie high upper end yeah because board eight's like bougie of the nfts and then yeah. gucci's like bougie of like the fashion so universe. it's not really like a clothing line or anything it's a a metaverse collab so i mean mm. the amount of money invested w- wouldn't be gigantic digital art, yeah because it'd be a very very small team then sort of doing that yeah if mm. they're doing a whole clothing run different perhaps but if it's just like a a metaverse project you just throw 10 coders yeah. onto it or something. I guess, like, how popular would, like, an Board actual ape. collab be? Like, with Gucci, would people actually buy the jackets with, like, a big ape on the back or something? Well, you got to think about the total addressable market, the TAM. Like, Gucci, only a, the people that are interested in Gucci, mm-hmm. small percentage, right? The people yeah. that are interested in Bored Ape. Even smaller. Even smaller. And then you, you have to multiply the two together. And that makes it even smaller again. That's true. So, it's just like, oh, it's still going to be relevant to the audience, I don't think. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, what do you have then? Um, this is for some hard, this is some hustling news. Oh. So uh, you bring up is actually a video. We actually I've gone to the effort of actually finding a TikTok. Oh, TikTok this time. Exciting. In Victoria's oh. gold country, prospectors what? have never stopped searching, and now one has hit the jackpot. A nugget, its value a staggering $240,000. That's crazy. 2.6 kilos of gold in it. Gold trader Darren Camp nearly fell off his chair when an amateur prospector quarter million dollars of gold for valuation. He said, oh, do you think there's $10,000 worth in it? And as soon as it hit my hand, I looked at him and I said, try $100,000. He <laughs> said, oh, but that's only half the rock. He said, the other half's at home. The man had been using an Equinox Crazy. metal detector in the... So it was like a $1,200 metal detector and he just You watch metal it. detectors are going to go up in price. Well, that's what no, I was up reading. Up in price, like people are going to be buying I was reading them. an article, mm-hmm. like a, whenever there's a big event like this, people just flood into the, like the region or just flood into the um, into gold mining Immediately. Gold fever. Gold fever, yeah. Well, it was like a oh, gold rush fever. Like, it's a thing. Like, people obsess over gold. Because so, is it one of those things, right? Sorry, I know you're about to speak. But, like, when they had the dollar, they're always, like, putting it against the gold, right? Like, gold was, like, the most stable sort of, like, currency. Silver's good, too, because silver has more um, practical use cases. Yes. So, like, if you're going to hold something when this, like, all these bank, this bank crisis going on or, you know, People are predicting the whole stock market's going to crash. They can hold both. Like this is not financial advice at all, but like holding silver might be a bit more, in terms of like crazy end time, silver might be a bit more practical because it can actually be melted down mm-hmm. uh, and then used in products and things. Whereas gold is like more of like it's not really used. It, it's a con. It's a good conduit. But s- silver's more readily used. That's yes, what my point yeah. is. Um, 
you were saying something before that, but you cut me off, so I cut you off back. The one of the guys that's like one of the main gold, like they're called prospectors. Um, Love that term. Said like it's the people, the amount of people now that are trying to find gold prior to this event was mm-hmm. like massive. You used to see like because it's just a huge region. I think it's called like a the Victorian Triangle. Like there's an ideal area. I grew up not. Not far from there, oh, really? um, and like in Bendigo, um, that's, yep. that sounds very Aussie as well. But it was on the map because it was a gold mining town. Yeah. Yep. So usually it sees like one car a week, and now it sees like five a day. Far out. Yeah, so it's, it's um one of the biggest findings since like the the massive gold rush back when in earlier Australian yep. times. Well, because there's been like crazy weather, crazy rain, crazy storms. There's probably a lot that's been like unearthed potentially. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't have found it if we didn't have that. $1,200 metal detector, but they were saying that if it was even just like a, a fraction lower under the ground, it would never have been um, picked up by the thing. What? Yeah. So, like, so you can lucky. imagine how much is even, like, there's probably heaps still around, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, it's crazy, but that's a little bit of a, a hustle thing. For $1,200 investment, Yeah. hopefully this guy found it um, after not long of searching. Mm-hmm. The guy he went and sold it to has been searching for like 40 years or something. Never Fire found anything out. that big. Could you imagine like someone just like does first it occasionally day. and finds out my, my, my first day <laughs> on a big like gold thing. But there's a lot of stuff like undiscovered within Australia because there's heaps of stuff that's protected, like heritage protected mm-hmm. and um, like culturally protected as well. Um, so apparently there are a lot of like dinosaurs, arche- like archaeological archaeological digs that people can do, but because it's all protected, yep. um, there's a whole bunch of like, yeah, there could be heaps of stuff underneath the surface that we don't even know about. Um, yeah, but there it needs to be- one gigantic island. Continent? Continent. What's yeah. an island? Continent. Different. Australia's an island too. No, continent and islands are different, right? Isn't it? Well, are they yeah, the same technically thing? they're the same thing, but you can be both at the same time. Okay. You can be a female and a human at the same time. Okay. If you want to get specific. All right. Australia- Island or, or continent. continent? It's going to come up with continent. Bring it up. Let's have a look. Let's have a Smarty look. Smarty geography. You're the geography whiz from Bendigo. No, I'm not a geography whiz at all. Australia is the largest man- landmass on the continent of Australia. Okay. Oce- Oceania is a region made up of thousands of islands throughout the central. It includes Australia, the smallest continent in terms of total. Why Australians called a continent and not an island. Oh, Australia is known as an island continent okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it is the only continent that is also a country and is surrounded by water on all four uh, sides. Technically, it's an island then, right? So, I guess islands are smaller, tend to be, but because Australia is a country and surrounded by water, it's considered both. Ah, uh, So, yeah. an island is a mass of land that is both entirely surrounded by water and also smaller than a continent, mm-hmm. but we already are a continent. Yes. So technically, so can't be if, both, if, but if, are both. If Australia was actually two countries, like a left and right version, mm-hmm. oh man! So I, I guess you're right. Yay! Well done. Um, Doesn't happen very often. Let's move on to the playlist segment of the week that you guys catched up on the weekend. This is not really a new finding by no. any means, or for for us, it's a new finding. But mm-hmm. it's a podcast this week. So we've shown, we talked about a movie. We talked about a TV show, and now we're coming to our first, I guess, podcast recommendation. And you actually put me onto this, and I have been listening to it for the last two days, and I am really enjoying it. It's it's fun, it's lighthearted, there's some really good, like, wisdom info and really good tidbits. Um, the chemistry between, like, the hosts and stuff is really interesting. Like, it's very engaging, very funny, very enjoying it. All right. Do you want to give it a... 
drum roll. Keep, keep spruiking it, I uh, guess. Keep spruiking it. Um, uh, and it's like like a bunch of actors that you would never think wouldn't all know each other, but do know each other. Yeah, so I listen to a bunch. I mean, I'm, you, you trailed off there, so I'll give it a, a, a bit of a pep, pep talk. Pepper. Yeah, I haven't even revealed the name yet. Oh, haven't you? No. So it's called Smartless, Smartless. Um, and it's a comedy podcast with actors. So mm. I listen to a bunch of different podcasts, some science, some philosophy, some comedy, but there's very few that are run and done by actors. Yes. There was a, another one we looked at recently with um, Lex Luthor from Smallville. I don't mm-hmm. know what his name is. He's not like the most well-known actor. Um, but I came across this a couple of weeks ago and I'm super into it at the moment. It's called Smartless. As Sarah said, there's um, the hosts are really, really funny. So we have Jason Bateman, obviously been around forever, from Arrested Development. Um, more, he's been in like Horrible Bosses with Jennifer Aniston. Yes. He does Ozark, which, which is, is like a his, drama. It's yeah. a really good drama. For the OG fans, Teen Wolf 2, you know. He's in Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Interesting. He plays the cousin of Michael J. Fox. They kind of look similar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jason Bateman's on there. He's kind of the witty... Um, know-it-all, know-it-all kind pants. of smarty pants guy. Smarty mm-hmm. pants is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Then you have Sean Hayes, better known as Will from Will and Grace. He's Jack from Will and oh, Grace. Oh, he's Jack from Will and yeah, Grace. Yeah. Oh, he's not just the main Jack. guy. Yeah, just Jack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he's but he's like the main side character in yeah. the in this podcast and the show. Yeah. He's the yeah. the gay friend in the show, right? Yeah. He hangs yeah. out with the other crazy lady the whole time. What's her name? Um, can't remember. She's the one that's married to Nick Offerman. Right. Yeah. I never really watched it. I was um, too busy watching Home Improvement. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yep. yeah, he's uh, famous for like he does a lot of Broadway and does a lot of like just like heaps of TV shows. He and does stuff, like but- a lot of voice work for um, animation. Oh. So he's um, kind of the fall guy, kind of the one that gets picked on a lot. Yeah, he's like the. Yeah, I think getting the one picked on quite a bit. They make fun of him quite a bit. He's like the just the one that they both can like gang up on and just be like, nah. He's just like the pushover guy in the group, mm-hmm. um, which they kind of need because the dynamics work really yeah. well together. It's well, not, they, not to be of, nasty, but it's like it's kind of how the dynamic works. And they sort of reference him. He's like the geeky one kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like the nerd. And then followed up with Will Arnett, who's also from Arrested Development. He, yes. I get, He's more of the host, I think. He sort of carries the show, carries the conversations. He keeps does, it on track a bit more. I would say he, yes, 100%. He does most of the talking. I think he's just like a really good talker and stuff. Like I, I still feel like Jason Bateman's like the creator maybe. Like you, you still get the vibe that he's like the head dude. Yeah. But Will Arnett's just like the second guy that just does most of the talking and stuff. Yeah. Cool. And he's obviously a comedian. He's really, really good at improv in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, I guess the way you describe the show is it's these three guys talking to a new actor every week. And what's interesting about it is they don't know who the guest is going to be. So one of them lines up a guest I love in that. advance. Yeah. Um, there's no video element. They must use like a StreamYard or Zoom or something to record their episodes because they have, you can tell they're talking with a video element. Yeah. Because they say, oh, we see you on camera and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So the guest is um, a mystery to two of the hosts each week. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is like someone will rock up. Like I've listened to Keanu Reeves was recently. Um, I listened to, who did you listen to? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I've just started listening to the John Favreau. 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 Which is really interesting. I didn't realize he was like pioneering a lot of like the sci-fi, um, the special effects. He's a director and an actor, I believe. Yeah. But he's like pioneered so many like special effects and like because of the yeah. MCU universe, like he's now the go-to special effects dude. He's like 
very big in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. He's an actor. I think he directs a lot of that Marvel, not directs Marvel stuff, but yeah. he's, like, heavily involved in a lot well, of Mandalorian film. and stuff as yep. well. Um, yeah, Brendan Fraser was good. So um, Dana get, Carvey. They get really high-quality guests. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is they, they're all, like I was saying at the start of the episode, these are people that have been in their industry for 20, 30, 40 years working on their craft. They're, they can just talk so effortlessly. They know everything about film. So they get a guest on. They and the, any film is mentioned at any point. They all know the film. They all know the best lines. They but they know the story. The actors within that movie. Um, it's just a really interesting podcast. If you listen to, if you like movies, and you like sort of the comedy aspect, this is like a a, a banging podcast. To listen to not so good. And I always forget because like the most recent thing I've seen, um, Jason Bateman in his Ozarks, which is like heavily dramatic and like heavily serious. I forget like he's a comedian dude. Like he's a comedy dude. Um, like that's where he's like got his chops and stuff. Um, but yeah, just, it, just the dynamic between them is really fun. Like, and like you said, I love how they don't know who the next guest is going to be. And they sort of line it up and they sort of give like a bit of a background history and they all try to like guess and be like, I know who it is kind of thing. Yep. Um, and it's fun seeing some of them like, like fan out in a way be like, oh, I love this person. I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. And then, yeah, they like ask them like a bunch of questions and stuff. So I think it's been around since about 2020. They must have started in the peak of COVID. COVID, COVID yeah. when um, I guess all the movie production was shut down and everything. But yeah, that's the recommendation for this week. It's a, it's I'd add it to the playlist for sure. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's on Spotify, Apple. Um, you can listen to it on YouTube as well, just like our podcast. Yeah. Look, my mum hustling. Yeah, and they're nice short episodes as well, so they're not too long. Yeah, they're, in, they're all an hour. No, they're all like half an hour long. Um. I don't know. The ones listen to about an hour. Oh, really? Some some are about an hour, then like a, a five uh, or ten minute tag at the end. Okay, gotcha. I thought they were all like half an hour because like it's fun. Really good episodes. Maybe Enjoying you, it. Maybe you listen to them on double speed. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm listening on one point two. Are you? Yeah, I didn't realize, but it just makes things go a lot quicker. And then I listen to it on normal speed, and everything just sounds so much slower now. All right, well, we'll be back next <laughs> Monday on normal speed. Normal speed. Bye, everybody. Bye.